This your boy Savon checking in from the Living Room Podcast presents the Artist Den. And I got another segment coming up for you all with another independent artist straight out of Indiana. He got a new album out right now called King of Indiana featuring uh, uh, Rhyme Fest. So y'all check it out, man. I had a pleasure of talking to him and he, he's real dope. So uh, check it out. All right, welcome to the Live Room Podcast, man, where we present the new segment called The Artist Den. This is your boy, Savon, checking in. I got an artist on here that's going to introduce you, uh, that I'm going to introduce y'all to. His name's Skip. Yes, sir. What's, What's up? Uh, happy, happy, happy to be here on the Live Room Podcast, man. Thanks for having me. Man, no problem, man. I started up The Artist Den. You know, I wanted everybody to have a voice, all the, all the new artists from all around the country, man, just to share what they have to bring into the game, man. I got it. I had the luxury of being able to talk to a lot of talented people and I like what I'm hearing from you as well. So tell me a little bit about yourself, man. That's love. First and foremost, man, uh, as an independent artist, and I can probably speak for all independent artists. We appreciate you giving us a platform, man. You know, that's love. Um, be yeah, I go by the name of Skip. That's spelled S-K-Y-P-P from Indianapolis, Indiana, you know, in my city. I'm kind of revered as a legend, you know what I mean? Like, but the thing about my city is, things that go on in here they don't usually make it out of here you know what i mean so i'm just on a quest to present myself as a brand and all my accomplishments that i've been able to you know do in the city I'm trying to show the rest of the world what's going on here you know what i mean so indianapolis indiana is where i'm from better known as Naptown. my new album king of indiana has come out my last few albums charted top 15 on the itunes charts you know what i mean like we making waves it's just time to introduce us to the world yeah, most definitely. And, you know, it's interesting from Indiana. There's acts that came out of Indiana, but Indiana is not usually known for hip hop or bringing in artists. I mean, of course, you had like the Jacksons coming from there. Yeah. You had, you know, you know, um, Babyface. Uh, what's his name? Babyface. Uh, huh? Babyface. Babyface. And then there's a there's a there's a current rap artist out right now. He's been out for a, for a minute, though. Yeah, it's um, Freddie Gibbs, man, but he Freddie don't claim Gibbs, Indiana. Yeah. I don't know why I can't, man. I'm <laughs> drawing a blank, man. But Freddie yeah. Gibbs, so like, and you don't, you don't hear like a lot of talent coming from out of there, and I could imagine it is there. And it's the same problem we've been facing with me. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. You know, there's yeah. a lot of artists here, but slowly and surely there's new artists coming out and reemerging out of the city. So I can see how hard it is um, when it, when it's coming about. So tell me about like your how, how did you get into music? How did you get introduced to the game as far as hip hop and your love for it? Yeah, I feel like a lot of poverty stricken kids, man. We uh, When we grow up, our idea of success looks like music or basketball, football. That's just what it looked like to us, you know, just coming right. from nothing. So, of course, it started with sports for me. But, you know, naturally, everybody just ain't got that skill and that talent to go all the way in sports. So once I realized I was one of those kids that didn't have it all, I started writing poetry. It started with poetry, you know what I mean, in middle school. Um, once I got to high school and I realized how popular rap was getting, because around them years, that's when rap really started taking over. And um, I started writing lyrics, you know, and, and I started selling CDs and people was copping, you know what I mean? Like hundreds of dollars I was making in them hallways. So I realized like, hey, if I can make money off this as a teenager, ain't no telling what I can do as a grown man when I get all my freedom, when I get resources, you know what I mean? So once I graduated, high school, the first thing I did was bought some studio equipment and I started going hard, man. And ever since then, like, it's just been a rise up and up and up. It's amazing to see, you know, just when I thought I hit my ceiling, 
the next thing I do just rises up again. You know what I mean? So I feel like this is the purpose. You know, it's, it's seeming like the, it's the purpose and I'm grateful for everything. Most definitely. And I like how humble you are too, man. Um, I noticed looking at your bio, you got, you, you was able to get a joint um, with Ron Fest. Man, how did that come about when you working with Ron Fest? Yeah, Ron Fest spent a lot of time in Indianapolis back in the day, uh, a little after he signed his deal, you know, just to get out of that Chicago atmosphere. He came down to Indiana and bought a house down here and spent some time. Um, while he was here, he, he formed a relationship with a guy that I'm real close with named Shadow Cat. Shadow Cat, he kind of he plays as Ron Fest manager slash consultant type thing nowadays. Um, but we all belong to this brotherhood, this collective called Night Suns. Night Suns, uh, I'm, I'm not saying every artist in Night Suns gets a feature from Ron Fest. I may be the first, I think I am the first one. And I'm one of the most recent members, you know what I mean? But it, it, it's just a testament to my grind. You know, uh, Ron Fest is full of men with families, with lives, you know what I mean? Who aren't able to 100% invest in their music. It's kind of like a side hustle for them, you know what I mean? But they have a passion for it. And I'm like one of the artists who I ain't got no kids, you know what I mean? Like, I'm willing to give this all of me. So that's what I do. And I feel like Shadow Cat reached out to Ron Fest and he was telling him like, man, this is the hardest working dude I've ever seen. Like he's talented. I think y'all should link, you know? So Ron Fest called me personally. I wasn't expecting it. I'm like, who this? He likes Ron Fest. I'm like, what? What's happening? You know what I mean? He's like, I'm listening to, to one of your recent albums. What you working on? I said, I got an album called King of Indiana coming probably in the next few weeks. He said, well, let me get a last minute verse on your album. So I'm like, how much? <laughs> you feel me? I'm right, right. I ain't expecting nobody to just throw me a verse like that. And he was like, man, just send me the song and it's done, you know what I mean? So he did that for me, man. He killed it, he did his thing. And he, he told me, we was talking on the phone a couple of days ago, cause we didn't build a relationship now. And he like, uh, you got one of my best verses in the last 10, 12 years, you know what I mean? So just wanna yeah, let you that's know. that's a name. Yeah, That's fact. a name we're familiar with, and some may not still be familiar with, cause they don't know how much he contributed to early Kanye music and the sound. Yeah. Um, so like, I feel like he doesn't get his just due as how, good he is with his pen you know right yeah. um so that's great you got to work with him man because you know if it all came out of how his contributions were back then they'll be considering him some type of legend you know Facts. Yeah. so it's uh it's really dope you got to work with him through your journey of becoming who you are now so tell me about your recent project man yeah it's called king of indiana uh today marks a week it came out march 19th um uh, Soon as it came out, it was top 15 on iTunes within the first few hours. You know what I mean? The numbers went up. Like I said, in Indianapolis, we do we have a we have a community. So when you got so many people supporting you and behind you, it makes waves. It can make waves nationally. It's just our job to show the rest of the world what we've been able to accomplish. So the album is successful, man. Uh, it's been doing its thing. Shout out to Ron Fest for the feature. You know, shout out to the producers, Shiny D, Jason Bain, Joey French, and Zero the composer. Um, we got some features uh, from the legendary DJ Top Speed, also Chuck Mason, Double A, Allison Victoria. You know, the list goes on, man. It's a dope album. It's available everywhere. We got vinyl available also, man. And we're just trying to make noise. That's it. Yeah. And, that, you know, the dope thing that I find about it is, like, when I listen to your music or I listen to any anybody's music that's, um, you know, rising up there to get to that top spot, I always listen to the hunger in it or the creativity and a lot of stuff sound alike, but yeah. 
you are the third artist that I've interviewed um, through this new segment. The artist then went every single one of you guys have your own lane that you guys are carving. And that's important because I, I'm getting so tired of like hip hop going around the same direction that everybody want to sound like each other or do what the next one is doing. And if you just focus on your craft and your creativity, man, that shines so much more further, man. So it's definitely a breath of fresh air and real dope to be able to speak with you all and seeing you guys' journeys and um, hearing the music. And this is good quality music, man. So that, I appreciate it. I, that's why I want to say I thank you for being able to be like a student of the game and putting your best effort into letting your story and your sound and your creativity come across the way it should be, man. Yeah, much love and thanks. And once again, on behalf of all of us, we, we thank you for the platform, man. Thank you for taking your time out to even want to talk to us, man. It's love. Man, no problem. No problem. But you know what? And it's not even, I'm not any higher than you all. I was a, a up and coming artist. You know what I'm saying? I still dibble and dabble with the music sometimes, but I want to put my hands into something else, man. I want to not be a one trick pony and really see where it's going. Yeah. And um, outside of it. And I know how hard it is to try to work your own stuff independently and get people to listen to it because the music has got so diluted with how people want to pursue the artistry. And it's like, they want to be a part of the art, but don't want to be artists. Yeah. Um, and when I say that is, they just want to get into music because it's the cool thing to do. Right. You know, not because they understand the art, really have a passion and a love for it. And when people have the passion and love for it, 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 it comes out, it conveys within the music. And so um, that's where you get your real artists from to me. And usually the artists are like that. They don't get the shine from others because it's not what they consider the trendy sound. Yeah. And so I know how it feels to to try to get get that shine or whatever. But you seem like you're doing pretty good, man. Number 15 on iTunes at your time. You got Rhymefest on there. You're doing your thing. And then um, you say you guys have a community where y'all kind of like support each other in Indiana. Um, but what do you think is like the hindering point of why there's not more emerging artists coming out of, you know, where you're from? I feel like it's just the, um, the reputation and the history of Indiana that urban America isn't, they're just not welcoming of Indiana as a whole. It ain't, I don't think it's personal with our hip hop community. I yeah, think it's yeah. our state. And that's why on my front cover, I got a burning Confederate flag. Cause I'm letting them know, like, don't let that gloss over the fact that we here, you know what I mean? We as black people, period, got to stand together in this country. So just don't look at Indiana and cancel out our urban community, our hip hop community, because we speak in it. And if anybody got any kind of different experiences about racism, it's going to be us. You know what I mean? Because we deal with that about as much as the sub, the South, the South do, because, you know, the South is where racism is galore, too. But Indiana yeah, deal with that same kind of racism, bro. So we got experiences and stories we want to tell, too. Yeah, and another thing how I look at it too is like hip hop goes through so many regions of different um, times of uh, what you consider the trend. You know what I'm saying? Like it started in New York, the birthplace, the Mecca. And then, you know, the West Coast had a time and then it bounces back to the, you know, to there. And then you had the little shine with Detroit and then, um, you know, like the Midwest, Nelly, St. Louis and all that. And then it comes back down to the South and it just seemed like the South is where it has stayed for more than a decade. Yeah. And, um, it seemed like certain places still don't get the, you know, the recognition for the artists that come out of there. Florida was going through that because we're mostly known as 
the bass, booty shake music, Uncle Luke, stuff like that. And then yeah. you start getting artists that actually knew how to do more than that type of music. You got your trick daddies and then Rick Ross came and then, you know, stuff like that. And so now we're starting to get that emerging out of here. And so it, it takes time, man. It really yeah. takes time. And it takes people not to, you know, not to try to write you off because they're like, Indiana, we can't take, you know, we don't want that to come across. It don't matter where you're from. It's about the music, man. Yeah, because right. hip hop lives everywhere. It's the biggest genre of music. It lives everywhere. So people got to get out of that, man, because, you know, they're, they're, they're restricting themselves from so much talent, so much music that could be heard. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. You know? And so, like, when I'm listening to your joints, man, it, it, it really gives me a different type feel. And it makes me wonder, where, where do you draw your inspiration from? Man, so many different places. Like, I, I was asked that question a while ago, and I got to thinking, I'm like, I mean, it's unlimited. The inspiration is unlimited. If you if you really just look around and take it in, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I could ride past a man on the side of the street with a cup, homeless, and, and draw some inspiration from that. You know what I mean? But with the climate of America, with COVID, with racism, all these police murders, like it's so much inspiration. And I draw from all of it. I draw from the struggle. That's a, a real prominent thing in my life. I, I draw inspiration from that. My fiance, you know what I mean? Like it's just so much, man, to take from, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. And um, cause it's it's a lot of it's a lot of things going around in the world today where we could say, man, it's just like it can make somebody just zone out and not want to do it, or it can make you want to get in a lab and start pumping right. up. And so for me, when like everything's going on, it just makes me want to start grinding and get more creative because it's now starting to make me feel like life is short. Right. So like I told any other artist or anybody else I speak to, or even when I take in soaking game, it's just like, yo, man, whatever you want to do, make it make do to it now because tomorrow's not promised man it's like it's been a lot of stuff that's transpired throughout the 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 last year man so you would think more creatives would be pumping out more music during this time but as we can see there hasn't been many albums from mainstream coming these days and this is the time for you guys really to make your push and get that shine because people right. still want to hear content just because covid all this stuff coming around it don't mean people are not into the arts and hip-hop right. is a part of the arts it's a culture so yeah, definitely keep it pushing, man. So tell me, what, what do you have in the works for the future? Man, this is my third album during the pandemic. So three albums in a year span. I did a collaboration album and then I did a, another solo album. Uh, we got the video shoot at Rhyme Fest this Sunday. So that video will be coming real soon. Um, right. I got King of Indiana side B. That was, that, that was done when side A was done. So whenever this momentum slowed down, I'm going to turn around and drop in King of Indiana side B. You know, so we always got something in the, chamber you know what i mean to let go of when uh when, when something is needed you know to push us forward for sure definitely definitely and uh you got the quality too so man that's that's very important man like like i want to say man you, you're pretty dope man you dope and uh, right i'm on, looking man. forward to the, the the record uh the video that you have to the record with uh ryan fest man because yeah you're a voice that need to be heard my g like I, I like it i dig it and so what else would you like to come across to the people you want to get out there, you know, talk to the people who, who you want your music to come across to? Yeah, man. Um, so much love to anybody who's willing to take the time out of their day to, to listen to an independent artist. You know what I mean? I understand how the media works. I understand how marketing works and how, you know, it's, 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 it's one of them things where you take, you pay attention to the most glamorous, the most 
hyped popular things but shout out to them people who go in the trenches and find underground music and listen to it and support it like they would support a mainstream artist you know what i mean i'm one of those independent artists who who need that you know what i mean i thrive on that my, my future depends on that you know what i mean so anybody willing to give me the time of the day i appreciate it and i promise i won't waste your time even if you don't like it you're gonna be able to take something away from it and that's my that's the whole point of my brand is just to try to give game you know that's all I can do. Um, Officialskip.com is where you can find me. SKYPP317. That's on Instagram and Twitter. You know, just SKYPP, period, man. You'll find me. Dope, dope. And another thing I want to ask you, man, like, and I ask a lot of artists um, this when I get the chance to talk to them, if, well, up and coming artists as well, um, or independent artists, if, you were introducing your music to somebody for the first time. They never heard of you, know nothing. How would you describe your sound and you as an artist to them? Yeah, my brand of music is called Sophisticated Street Music. Um, I also had an album called The Ghetto Mr. Rogers. Them two, them two things right there should give you an idea of where I'm going. You know, I'm from the streets, been in the streets, then did all that. But at the same time, I, I didn't let myself slip away. I didn't allow my mind to venture off into the dark spot. I always kept a bright mind, I always kept a, you know, great ideas flowing. I always spread love through my community, no matter how dark things might have got for me in the streets or in my life. So in my city, I'm, I'm looked at as like the positive thug, you know what I mean? Because I'm always dwelling on love and positivity, no matter my circumstances. You know, I try to turn negatives into positives. So yeah, sophisticated street music is the brand. The Ghetto Mr. Rogers was my last solo album before King of Indiana, you know, so. If you, if you listen to Skip, you're going to get some streets and you're going to get you some positives. You feel me? <laughs> you're going to get a little bit of everything. Well, definitely. And you know, with your sound and how, how you present your music, man, it would sound real dope if you had a record with Gibbs. Like, yeah, for sure. That would be yeah. that would be hard, man. We got yeah. we, we to push this so you can get that record with Gibbs. We're going to try to put that birdie in his ear somehow, man. We can make sure. it happen. Because like, you dope, man. Like you dope. I like I like what I hear so far. I'm looking I'm um, looking forward to hearing more from you, man. So uh, tell the people again how they can follow you on social media and what they should be looking out for, man. Yeah, check out officialskip.com. That's official s k y p p dot com. Skip three one seven on Twitter and the ground. S k y p p is my fan page. My YouTube channel is s k y p p. You know what I mean? You can just Google it. I got, that's a one of a kind name, one of a kind spelling. I'm gonna pop right up on your, on your, on your screen. Yeah. And when should we be looking forward for that video at Rhymefest? Um, we shooting it this weekend. I'll probably give it like a week or two, you know, to be in the editing process. So I'm thinking like um early April, you know, early mid April. Dope. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. And, uh, sure, man. My pleasure. Thanks for locking in with me here at the living room at the artist's den, man. It means a lot. Appreciate your time, brother. Likewise, man. Thanks for having me, bro. No problem. I appreciate y'all locking in with me. That's another segment coming to the end of the artist's den. I got new artists from all over the country I'm going to be sitting down with. So y'all stay tuned on the hottest new talent out here, all right?